0: Hey there. Welcome to Pixels, Clicks, and ROI, the ad skills podcast where we only interview paid traffic professionals who can produce real results. Today's guest is Alex Makarski. Alex is a guy who understands the art and the science of converting low hanging fruit using paid traffic. So whether you're in e-commerce, lead generation, or high ticket sales, if you need to produce results very quickly with paid traffic, you want to make sure you pay attention to this episode. More on that right after this. Hey, Alex. Thanks so much for joining me, man. Excited to have you here today.
1: It's my pleasure, John. Always glad to speak with you.
0: Awesome. So um, I know you and I have been working together for a long time. And for those who don't know, I obviously used to work at Google. I, do a lot, I get a lot of people who want help with search, Google search stuff. And I'm too busy to do it these days. So the first person I turn to for help is Alex McCarskey. Uh He's a guy that I trust. He's driving a lot of success for people. With capturing demand on Google, it's something that you do really well, whether that be lead generation or e-commerce. You really understand the keyword part of things, helping people capture and convert leads into customers. Um, So we'll definitely get into that. But before we get to that stage, the one thing I really want to chat about is the journey that brought you into media buying. You told me earlier kind of how you got into Google Advertising. Um, and this is one of the things I think is really important for people to share because you had your own skin in the game. So can you just kind of tell the story that got you into media buying?
1: Sure. So I had I have an engineering degree, and I had two careers in IT, first in Russia, then in '99, I moved to Canada, quit my job in 2004 and started consulting with small businesses as a business consultant. I learned about copywriting, direct response, and then uh, I decided to take a deep dive into Google ads because Google ads is the ultimate direct response machine. It's an ultimate direct response testing machine. It's very mathematical and it's, there's a place for creativity and there's play, a place for data analysis And data is my background is where I come from business intelligence, business dashboards and that kind of stuff. And, um, some seven years ago, um, I had a, a friend, uh, I still haven't have him, uh, We started a local business. He came up with an idea. It sounded crazy. And I said, hey, I don't know if this is a business, but I have a free voucher from Google for $100. bucks. we will see if we break even the first week. It's a business. Not only did we break even the first week, we actually made money. And this business had been profitable for the entire seven years. We did not have a single year where we did not make a profit. And uh, in the last few years, we grew by four x, and we sold it last year. Basically, we sold the website that generated the leads to one of our workers because it has become had been becoming too much of a hassle to manage, like all the things going on. But I I learned Google search, Bing search, remarketing, um, all this good stuff, keyword research um, by spending my own money on my own credit card.
0: Yeah, that's awesome, and I think that's really important for people, uh, you know, to understand and to know if you never spent your own money on paid advertising, and I see a lot of guys from agencies that have never spent their own money, they've never done any affiliate campaigns. It's hard to understand what other people are going through as business owners trusting to invest in you if you haven't put your own money at stake. So I think it's a really strong piece of what makes you so good at what you do. You understand the... Emotional pieces that come with spending money on paid traffic and converting those into leads and customers. So, I think that's a huge selling point to what it is that you do well. And, you know, once again, what I think is so valuable about your skill set is you can help customers turn paid traffic into paying traffic very quickly. A lot of these companies that are trying to get into some of these competitive spaces or, you know, are, are trying to get their first couple customers. You know, they're looking at Facebook advertising. They're looking at YouTube. And yeah, those are great channels. We use them all the time. But really what you have to do is focus on the three Cs. So what we talk about at Skills is clarity, understanding who you're going after, confidence, understanding you're investing your money correctly, and then building cash flow. Those are the first three things that you have to do. And I think your skill set, what you do so well, is helping people generate that, you know, the, the bottom of the funnel, getting people that turn those clicks from search into customers, so, they can start to build cash flow. And so, I just, that's something that's really important as people are looking for opportunities of how do I get started with paid traffic. Alex is a great resource for that. And once again, he spent his own money, so he understands what's at stake when uh, you're at that scale. So, yeah,
1: I, I did. I sure did. And uh, when I talk to prospects and my clients, and like we have a conversation about the way they run that business, they go, How come you know my business so well? Well, I know I knew my business very well, and it's very similar. thats That's why. I can hook you up to all those resources and you know shortcuts that I've discovered in my business. Um, I think you hit on something very important that um, this bottom of the funnel traffic is is very cash flow ready for, you, for 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 the marketer who knows how to convert it. Um, and those clicks tend to be very expensive. It's you know the allure of the cheap click that you find at the, the top of the funnel. Um, like people look for this network that's going to get them a click for three cents. That still exists and that still has a place, but eventually you need to be able to convert that high intent to traffic at the bottom of the funnel. And it's very easy to spend too much money too fast because in some niches, based on just the level of competition, uh, people targeting that traffic, you can pay, you know, 50 bucks a click, $100. Like I've seen $100 a click, like in my accounts. So you have to convert that click into a paying customer real fast.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's the magic of what you do is you understand how to do that. So if people with these big opportunity businesses in lead generation or in e-commerce, essentially they've got all this opportunity in front of them, but they really need to get started in understanding how to use paid traffic. That's that piece that I think you fit this niche so well and where people will have a lot of success working with you. So Cool. We've got kind of your background. What got you in, and what makes you special? Can we take a second here just to pause for anyone who's listening that's new to Ad Skills or they're considering, you know, working with us, looking at our trainings, et cetera? Can you just give a little background on how it is that Ad Skills has accelerated your process and helped you get to the next level?
1: Well, for years I would have my small business, and I would have one, sometimes one and a half consulting clients. The consulting them on the side. I was all basically running my own thing and freelancing over here. And mm-hmm. SKL's enabled me with the resources and the knowledge to start transitioning from freelancing to having a appropriate agency. I have three people working with me right now. Uh, there's more opportunities they can shake a stick at. And uh, I, I want to give props to the pro league. I think this is the biggest resource out there um we have the biggest names in like any traffic platforms all as members all sharing their knowledge and experience and all the things that they're finding out uh about how the platform works google has changed a lot and is going to change even more in the in the coming months uh facebook is changing all the platforms are changing marketing is going to change like we like we're going to have uh uh all the like the tracking via cookies is going away. Like this, this is going to be a big. Right? Like someone's listening to this podcast a year from now is going. Yeah, of course it happened. Well, right now we can't even fathom what the marketing, what marketing as a profession is going to look like when cookies are going away, right? Like, so, uh, I cannot imagine being where I am in the prof- in the profession I'm in, helping my clients find success online. I cannot be caught like doing this without having a full membership in the pro league. That that's my daily resource.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks so much. And for those of you who don't know, pro league is our Slack channel where we have these daily discussions. We have about 800 members in there. And as Alex said, we we try and get the biggest people who have the most experience to come in and continue to help people who are brand new starters, be able to build whatever they're working on with their online advertising. So um. Thank you for mentioning that. It means a ton to us. We really love it. And we're glad to have you as a customer for so long. Um, so now let, let's chat a little bit. What's really important for people to understand as we're working through this is the process. We want to make sure that people know that the the people that we're interviewing on this podcast and our students all have a process when they bring on a new client. It's not It's not just like, let me go try and throw stuff at the wall. You actually have a system. That you work people through to get them to be a point where they can have success and they do it as fast as possible because you and I both know no business owner is patient to wait enough for profit. So, what's the process that you work people through whenever you're starting out to ensure you get them set up for success so they can start turning that paid traffic into paying traffic as quickly as possible?
1: The process that I follow is pretty much described in one of your courses, John. I, I learned much of this process from you, the market map. Uh, uh, I I had some elements of it. I knew about the empathy map map before. Um, The market map came from your course and all these other things. Uh, The uh, uh, customer awareness uh, level comes from Eugene Schwartz, my favorite marketing book. Like all this stuff takes a lot of work. And um, myself and my team, like we put in a lot of work the, into the onboarding process. We do a lot of research. We go through analytics. We, we dig through Google Ads. Um, I do not, uh, I did not bid on projects until I have seen the data because I, I need to be confident for myself that we can find success for this customer, for this client. And um, um, another element that I look for, and this comes from Joe Sugarman, um, he's he's a big influence in my in my life uh, in terms of my approach to copywriting, and my approach to marketing. He's a geek who launched a bunch of successful businesses. It's a guy who likes to tinker with interesting <laughs> widgets, doodads, and, and dohikis and he turned them into successful businesses. and And I find his story quite inspirational. I learned a lot from his books. So he and I, I actually had a chance to spend quite a bit of time with him uh, recently, so, which, which was fun. Like, I'm, I met my hero. He has this thing that he calls uh, the intrinsic nature of the product. He would spend a lot, like endless hours researching the product, talking to the people who created the product, talk, talking to customers, looking for something that will reveal that intrinsic nature of this product. Most people online, they just launch a product, and, and when you ask them about research, they go, oh, just go, go, go check in analytics. Everything should be obvious from there. Well, some things are obvious, but many things are not. You actually have to go to the source. You have to talk to the people. You have to find out what makes your product unique and special. Find out that feature, that characteristic that's going to enable you to come up with a unique angle and showcase your product in a different way uh, that no one else thought of before. And all of a sudden, the entire economics of your funnel change dramatically. So that's what I'm looking for.
0: Awesome! Awesome! That's great. So when we look at that, let's say you start you start with your customer research, right? You dig in. So what's kind of the process that you go through to vet someone's customers? Are you doing interviews with them? Are you looking at their analytics? Like, how do you piece that together on your process side?
1: Um, definitely spend a lot of time in analytics. Spend a lot of time in their network accounts. Um, Mm -hmm. We find data from there. Uh, We throw those data into different uh, visualization tools because sometimes just by looking at the raw data, you don't really see the story, but other tools may bring up some information that you would not have noticed otherwise. Um, I'm I'm pretty handy with pivot tables. So I I find things in there that many other people may may not be able to when it's possible, when we get access to customers absolutely we we, we, we do that uh, some of our clients run surveys, so they survey their buyers as soon as they come in or they subscribe as as soon as they come in. That information is very valuable, and not only do we spend time looking at the aggregate numbers i I will take the time and read the actual comments because the the exact phraseology used in the response uh, can become a line, the, your headline, or your uh, sales letter lead, or or an idea that you're going to develop into a full-blown campaign. I had a client where we ran focus groups, and the phrase that the person mentioned uh, on the phone became our email subject line, became the ad headline, and a bunch of other things. And that was our most successful campaign.
0: That's awesome. So I think doing the customer research is vital, really understanding who you're selling to. Once you get that done, now the next thing you need to do, especially with what we're talking about is capturing at the bottom of the funnel, is figuring out which keywords are most likely to actually generate customers, right? So can you talk a little bit about the process you work through to figure out what those keywords are?
1: Well, it's part art, part science. Uh, You look at the keyword can mean a bunch of different things. Keywords are imperfect, just like our language is. Um, there's always, you, you have to figure out the intent behind a keyword. And sometimes they might be multiple different intents. Um, I think there was discussion earlier today in the pro league about swimming pools.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's too broad of a keyword because we don't know the intent. Of the person typing this into Google, they may be looking to build a swimming pool. They're looking for directions to a community local, you know, local community pool to take their kid to today. Uh, And those are two very different actions that they're trying to take. And you know, you you may want to talk to one person, but not the other. So that's the process you have to go through. And and just imagine what may be going on in their head. You have to join the conversation that's already going on in their head. and so, Which means you need to connect those keywords to the um, step in the buying journey that they're on. So you map out the buying journey, then you try to connect the keywords in the best way possible and figure out if there's ambiguity, like swimming pools, um, you, you would use negative keywords to remove the intent that you're not looking for. Obviously, probably not going to bid on swimming pools by itself. It's probably not going to be economical, uh, but if you extend it, like a swimming pools, quote, you know, uh, uh, that that that's a very good one, right? Or DIY swimming pools? Well, that may not be so good one, but if you're a good salesperson, maybe you convince the DIY person to hire you to help them out, right? So it it you 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 dig in and and you try to connect to the type of business you're working with and what services they are able to. For me.
0: Totally. And I think this is the part that you are an extremely analytical person. You already said that. You have an engineering background. And what I think is really cool about what you do is you, someone who says, I want to get leads for people who want to sell their house. So they're going to target the keyword, like in their brain, they want to target sell my house. But what I think is really amazing, and I think you had a mind map of this one time, is what you actually do is you go put the keywords in and you start to build branches off to understand. What are the different possibilities and the intents behind those keywords? And that's the piece I want to make sure that people really understand here is if you're trying to generate leads for house sellers or house buyers or whatever those things are, Alex is going to spend an enormous amount of time researching and figuring out the different possible keyword combinations, the longer tails that can help you generate success faster by looking at what people are actually typing into Google or to Bing or these different networks. And so that's the piece that you do that's so valuable is helping them break that keyword down into the different types of keywords and saying, we're going to start by targeting these because these have the most intent. And then as we start to cash flow there, we'll start to move our way up this intent funnel to start converting more people. And so I think that's massive. The other thing that you mentioned was when you're doing your customer research, you're actually taking the feedback and the things that people are saying and turning those into your ad creatives. And I think that's a really important piece. Can you kind of talk about the process you use for matching the right message with the keywords that you find?
1: Um, I can. I just want to circle back uh, a little bit uh, to close this conversation about keywords. One one mistake that I see a lot of people commit is they go too narrow and target a specific keyword. They make a decision about which keyword is going to be the right one for them. And they're just going to bid on that one. They're going to put this in square brackets and bid on that exact match keyword and you know, they're going to die on that hill, you know. Um, Google doesn't like this super narrow targeting. It will restrict your, like, it will probably not give you a lot of impressions. And whichever impressions you get, they're not going to be very affordable. Um, so I like to go broader and see, well, the nature of search is changing as well with voice search. Um, all is Alexa and, uh, and OK Google and all this other stuff going on out there, voice search is becoming a big thing, and, and people search differently. So the phraseology changes all the time. You cannot be too narrow. You have to be relatively broad and you know, fish with uh, a big bigger net and then sculpt your keywords by using negatives a lot. Um, and, and this is kind of sort of what you do with shopping campaigns as well because shopping is a subsection of search. Like, shopping ads show up on in search results. Um, so there's a lot of similar mechanisms. The difference being is that you don't get to create the specific ad copy. You don't even get to tell Google which keywords to bid on. You influence Google by setting up your product descriptions and your product feed the right way, and then you chisel away at all this traffic that's coming into you and sculpt it You know to find... The traffic that's going to convert.
0: I think that's, that's it's so important. And I think a lot of people don't realize rather than trying to build up with search, you're not building a house. You're actually like digging out and uncovering the house. And that's a much different process. and I think it's something that you're really gifted at. And so I just want people to understand all of the work that goes into that, the, the research and the planning you do before to make sure that you're setting people up for success. So thank you for closing the loop on that. Let's go back now to the fact, once you kind of find the right things to target people, how are you making sure that you match the ad creative, the landing pages, stuff like that, to make sure that they're generating the highest conversion rate possible?
1: Well, that's the other part of research that takes a crap load of time, but so important. And that is analyzing your competition. So not only do you look at the market map, you also look at what do they say in their ads. And so let's,
0: let's, let's just explain the market map for someone who's not a part of ad skills.
1: Uh, the market map is uh, uh, essentially a spreadsheet that lists your direct competition, people you advertise against. Um, all the networks work as a real-time auction, and you want to know who the other participants are because those are the people you're bidding up, you're bidding against. And it's important to know. Um, your, your ad is not shown to them in a vacuum. Your ad is shown to them next to a bunch of other ads. Or in the case of uh, shopping, your image, the product image, is going to be shown against a bunch of other product images, and your headline is going to be compared to a bunch of other headlines. So you need to understand for each specific keyword, for each offer, for each product, you need to do this research and look at the overall landscape and. Like, where does your ad show? Like, what's it going to look like next up to all this other stuff? And so you can have a campaign that used to work wonderfully last year, and all of a sudden it starts not working quite as well. And the answer is you have new competition, someone who's doing better marketing and who's kicking your butt. So now you need to go back and do more research and figure out some unique angle that no one else thought of and bring it to the marketplace. And, and grab those customers looking for something unique and special because usually in, in any market you have a, a bunch of copycats and they all do and say the same thing. So if you come up with something, so that that's how we connect it to this intrinsic product nature. If you do have something unique and special, you have to bring it up, you have to showcase it. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what makes your advertising successful. You have something unique to offer in the sea of local, well, look like as a, Maybe not the best way to describe it because we, we talk about lookalikes on Facebook. And in the case of copycats. Copy yeah, yeah, totally right. Copycats, yeah.
0: And I think what's important for people to understand is a lot of people go set a bunch of Google search ads, but they drive them all to the same landing page. They're trying to view campaigns as like, I'll talk about like a comb. So you have one message and you have a bunch of teeth that are driving different, you know, keywords to the same page. But that's not what you do. And that's why you've been successful is you you view every single auction as its own little you know, world and making sure that people are not only is your ad fit in the right spot, but whatever they're being directed to that landing page is very tailored to whatever that search was. I think that's something that's really helped you be successful is you view everything in isolation. That's why you're able to help people convert and turn things into money so much faster.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So when we look at the numbers, the first thing we do is I sort the campaigns and ad groups by by ad spend. And I take the top 20%. So I do the 80-20. And usually there's like a couple of campaigns that spend most of the budget. So those are the ones we focus on. So those, those are the ones we're going to research the most uh, during the first stage of the project. And those are the ones that we will build out because it's impossible to cover um, the, the the entire marketplace like with this type of approach like it's it's labor intensive and there's really no shortcut to it like you kind of have to to do this it's hard labor but it needs to be that that's the price you pay for this for success and and um, just like on any network you need to create this continuity you have to dovetail into the conversation that's already going on ahead. Show them the ad, and from this ad, you need to take them to a landing page that connects to this ad that doesn't look, uh, doesn't look, feel, smell, or act differently than the ad does. So they it should match the expectations. Mm-hmm. And whatever happens after this page, if it's a pre-sale page or if it's a uh, an ecom uh, you know product page, if it's if it's a lead gen landing page, like this awesome. continuity is super key but it's true of any network youtube gdn facebook don't matter it's that's that continuity has to be in place more so in google it's more so than on facebook because facebook is a, it's its own animal but on google you have to like you have to shape this world for them and keep them inside that that uh uh that paradigm that you create for them
0: yep and i think that's the piece that's so important for people to understand is the amount of work you know, while search advertising, you can find the right keywords and hover around them. What you really need to do is be able to put these unique silos together. And that's what I think you do so well. So whether it be Google search, Bing search, Yahoo search, Google shopping, any of the things you're doing, you're really helping create these little ecospheres to dominate that particular keyword, that auction, and then moving off to the next one. So thank you so much for sharing your process. I'm really glad we got to have you on today. You know, we really talked about the art and the science of capturing low-hanging fruit. That's what I'm going to call this episode. I think, you know, it's always fun to name it afterwards. And I think that's going to be a really effective way for helping people understand what it is that you do and and how you can really help them. So once again, you help people in the e-commerce world. That's a big focus for you between search, shopping, smart shopping, all the cool stuff that's coming up. Um, Lead generation, anything that really has mass appeal, you have a huge opportunity to get people a lot of traffic going, even in competitive markets, you can help them get started and down the right path because you're typically going to go to that next level that their competition won't be doing. So, thank you again so much for the time. Really appreciate it. Let's, What, what last question is if people want to get in touch and work with you, what's the best way for them to do that?
1: Oh, uh, easy. So, it's uh, my name, alexmakarski.com. Alex, A Alex, L E X, M A K A R S K I.com. So it's alex at alexmcarskid.com.
0: Beautiful. I'll put your email down below so people will have that. Once again, thanks so much for uh, chatting with me. I appreciate it. And we'll catch up soon.
1: Thank you, John. It was fun.
0: If you found this tutorial helpful, make sure you click on the subscribe button on the screen right now. Also, if you'd like to join the Daily Edge and get the daily dose of what's working in paid traffic and tracking, you can text Daily Edge to 44222.